0: Welcome to the show. Hey, Purpose Girls. I am so excited to come to you today. I have such a special treat for you. For years, right? I have been working as Purpose Girl, empowering women for six or seven years, and I have dreamed of getting to the point when I could build the dream team. Right. The women who would be able to best support you, best create a worldwide movement of women who were changing their own hearts and their own lives and who were living their happiest lives. And I am beyond excited to say that as of today, now I finally have that dream team. And on today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast, we are introducing them to you. We've been having a sleepover slumber party retreat this weekend where we have been planning all sorts of amazing, amazing new things for you over the year, uh, for the year to come. And so I said, hey, will you guys come on and we'll do an episode together? So let me introduce you to the Dream Team, the most incredible women you will ever meet. So first, I want to introduce you to our brand extraordinaire. She is the best graphic designer, stationer, entrepreneur you will ever meet. She has her own business and she is the co-founder of The Happy Woman Shop With Me, Elizabeth Weber. Hello. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited. So excited you're here. And then I have to introduce you to the woman behind the scenes who made sure that we had a Women's Global Happiness Day, who keeps me on track, who is keeping so much of Purpose Girl going. She is our assistant, which, by the way, we need a way better title for you. Jess, let me introduce you to Jessica Funk. Hey, Purpose Girls. So excited that you guys are here. And a shout out to Christy, who couldn't be here. And she is the one who is going to be managing our Facebook group. And if you have not joined our Facebook group yet, you want to go over onto Facebook. Search for Purpose Girls. And we are going to be coming out with a new name soon for that because we want to be building a global network of women around the world. But make sure it is a free place for you to go, for you to get empowered, for you to be encouraged, for you to learn to live your best self. I'll be doing Facebook Lives there and Motivational Mondays. And so you want to make sure you're going to Facebook. You're searching for Purpose Girl. All right, ladies. I'm so excited that you're here. So the first thing I want to dive into is what made you want to Work in women's empowerment. Elizabeth, let's go to you.
1: I think that um, since I've met you through the Taylor Strucker show and working with you in Goddess Girls, and I did your empowered group, which was amazing, I just love seeing other women thrive and mm-hmm. being able to do something to be a part of that is just really amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. What about you, Jess?
2: I have to second what Elizabeth said. I've always had a strong desire to do something that would impact women. And after hearing you on the radio and doing your Empowered group, um, it was just amazing to be part of a sisterhood like that and to have a, a tribe that you help to support. I've never had a tribe um, of women where I felt I was in complete support of them and where I was completely supported by them. So to be part of that and to experience that was really amazing. And I just want to keep that consistent in my life. Hmm.
0: I love that so much. I mean, you both. So it's been a dream of mine for a while. I have said whenever I build my team, I do want it to be former clients, women that I've worked with and feel close because then, you know, the mission and you get that we are here to empower every woman alive. And I just feel like the luckiest woman alive that you guys are working on, on our team and for all these incredible podcast listeners and for our whole community out there. And you both hit on the sisterhood aspect, right? Because you've either been in the empower group or you've been on my retreats. So what do you notice? Like, let's just start getting what's going on with women and sisterhood? Obviously, we know in the sisterhoods you've been in through Purpose Girl Podcast and through my, my work, it's been really tight. But can we talk for a minute about what's going on and why are women not supporting each other out there?
1: I feel like there's such a pressure out there to just be comparing yourself to so many other people that we're getting away from actually lifting each other up. And that's what we need to get back to. And having a sisterhood where you can be there with each other if you good times and bad times and just making sure that you're really helping each other hit your goals. You know, getting through with advice when you're having a hard time. I just feel like so many, even your good friends that you've known for years, we're still comparing ourselves to each other. And I feel like having a sisterhood where everyone is equal and we're just trying to live our best lives. I guess, I don't know. I've never been a part of a place where we start from that before. And I just feel like it's really been amazing to have like-minded women around.
0: Mm. You're so on. I didn't have, I think I do this work because I'm building the sisterhoods that I always wanted. For sure. Like I didn't, I think that I've just wanted these sisterhoods. I couldn't find them anywhere else. And I would do the comparison thing, or I felt like other women were comparing themselves to me, or we were all competing to have the same job, right, like and only one woman's gonna break the glass ceiling and there's just there's just so much lack of support out there for women,
2: yeah, I definitely feel that um I have three children, so with the other moms, there's constant competition who's working full-time, who's a stay-at-home mom, you know, and there's constant back and forth about that, who got their kids here on time, who forgot to send this in. And instead of supporting each other and recognizing that we all have those moments and we all forget to send something in. I mean, I've sent my kids in without lunch. I can't even tell you how many times they got on the bus and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> they on the counter again. Um, and to just have other women, other moms, friends to just say like that's okay we're all just doing the best we can and you've got this and we've got you is really few and far between and mm-hmm. we just need more of that we just women just need to be supported I and mean, nobody understands what we go through
0: more than another woman right cuz even though i i don't have kids yet hoping to so even though i don't have the situation where my child Left without the lunchbox, I have a situation. I have a million other situations where I forget to do something or I don't respond. And of course, we all have that. You know, it's like the world does not let us be imperfect.
1: I think we just need to focus on celebrating the wins because when you're focusing on the positive, Mm -hmm. more positive comes. Oh my god, you're so so right. All
0: right, well then let's do that. Let's each celebrate a win. Who's got a win? Who's got something good and juicy that you want to share with everyone?
2: Um, I would say. A win for me is actually even being here this weekend prior to meeting you when we did, when I did my first Empowered with You. Um, even getting away for a night away from my family was a struggle for me. I just felt so guilty and like I was taking time away from them. And so the fact that when you asked me to do this retreat, it wasn't even a question. I was just like, Hey, to my husband, I'm going to Karen's for the weekend. Um, so that's a huge win for me.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I so, so, so love it. And I love how you were like, I'm going. You weren't like, can I go? What, you know, would it be okay with you? Like, you were just like, I'm going. See ya. You're on dad duty, right? Like that. It's exactly. Just, it, not babysitting, but on dad duty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: I think for me... um, really focusing on doing things for myself and my business this year that will allow me to work smarter, not harder. And Mm -hmm. part of it is this retreat too. But, um, you know, I think just taking a lot of steps and action on things that I've been putting off for years. Yeah, you know, so Elizabeth is
0: such a badass entrepreneur, like I just have to tell you, so she has her own stationer, shop uh in milwaukee wisconsin so she does like bridal invitations she's creating a whole collection where you can get them online she also runs a whole essential oils business she you're like a consultant to businesses like mine she runs the happy woman shop with me like the uh, uh, constant and one of the things i've noticed about you elizabeth just in the couple years that we've known each other and been working together is how you've been making your own fun a priority right like you're such a hard worker and I love seeing that you now take more time for you and more downtime. And that's so hard because you have a staff that relies on you, right? And you have like 16 businesses to, to work on.
1: Yeah. And I, I, well, I mean, I do think that I've really tried um, and I've been inspired by you, especially to bring out my inner child. I think I like squash that for so long and, Really didn't allow myself to have fun, like real, real fun, you know. And I've been really trying to give myself that opportunity to do that and in work too. You know, I love what I do, but I should also be able to enjoy it and be putting myself in the places where I'm the best at those pieces of the business.
0: This is so true. And thank you for saying that I inspire you in this because I will go days. Uh, I don't think it's weeks anymore, but I used to go weeks. I used to even go months with working so hard and not having any fun. And I'd be out there telling other people like, enjoy your life and be happy. And I, I was happy because I love my work, but I wasn't like just sucking the marrow out of life and having fun. And so thank you for saying that about me. Cause I think it's so easy. I mean, Jess, you have three kids and you volunteer at the school and now you work with Purpose Girl. And so I think for all of us, it's just so easy to not enjoy ourselves right it's like but we can do anything fun so I'll tell you my win my celebration my brag is I've been taking an erotic dance class and it is beyond right like on the one hand it might seem like so frivolous right like learning kind of um I haven't done I've worked with the pole I haven't yet figured out how to climb up the pole um in the past I might have thought that other people would judge me for that and now I really obviously don't care, but it is so much fun. Like it's kind of quote unquote frivolous. Like when am I ever going to use erotic dancing? But I have been having the best time. And what I've been noticing the other day, I was cleaning the bathroom, preparing for the retreat for you guys to come. And I was doing my erotic dancing while cleaning the toilet. And I was like, you know what? We really can make, we can, right? So I'm like cleaning the toilet. I'm like getting my hips going. I'm listening to my like sensual music. And I'm like, we can make anything fun, we just so often don't, or it doesn't occur to us, or we think we're not worthy of fun or something. And so it's been such a pleasure to be taking this because it's just totally for my, it's like, I'm not even erotic dancing for Josh. I'm like erotic dancing for me, you know, and to feel powerful. And it's been so much fun. All right. So I want to switch the topic a little bit. So Elizabeth, you've been out there like on the dating scene, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Like what is, what's like life like now on the dating scene?
1: You know, I think it's really difficult because I think there's a lot of great things about the apps and the websites for online dating, and especially with so many women being busier in their work life, not having time to meet people outside of like just on their day to day life. But one thing I think that we've gotten away from is actually um, respecting our own actual relationship and growing a relationship. Um, A lot of people either expect you to be hooking up or you're like in a relationship on date two, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think there is still something to be said for the whole process of getting to know each other and getting to know each other in person, not just over text messages and messages. So I think that's one thing I've tried to focus on is meeting someone sooner because you just never know your chemistry in person until you meet, and then also just really getting to know someone and trying to spend time together before really making a commitment to them.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, I'm not on the dating scene right now, but so much has gone the way of just texting, right? Like, whether it's business, or it's with friends, and or it's
1: with your family members. And we
0: are missing that connection, aren't we?
1: Yeah, and I think there's something to be said still, too, for even phone conversations. You know, even in between dates, like, pick up the phone and talk to someone um, or ask them to, you know, that's one thing I've tried to do is ask the people I'm dating, like, would you mind calling me? I'd love to hear your voice. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, that's such an empowered woman moment right there.
0: (laughs) I know. I just have to say, because how many of us out there, I mean, I'm remembering when I was dating, I think I would have been afraid to be like, you know, hey, I want you to call. Right.
1: I would have felt like, oh, I was needy. But when you say that, that's actually so empowered. Well, thank you. And I I think I've really tried in the last two years. Like when I think back to when I was dating two years ago, I'm totally different in my approach to it. And I'm just very clear about what I'm looking for. You know, I know more now of like what works for me in relationships, what doesn't work for me. And being okay with that, and I'm not going to settle, like I would rather be single than dating someone just to date them. And so if you're afraid to ask for what you actually want, then you're never going to get it.
0: Oh my God, I love this. And it's such, I feel like I want to put a picture frame around it's better to be single than just like dating somebody you don't really want to date. Because I know, I don't know about you, Jess, before you married your husband, but I feel like I dated a lot just because I was afraid to be single. Yeah, you know, I was just
2: having a conversation with one of my other empowered sisters about this recently, um, that years ago, back in the day, um, we were just happy. If somebody liked us, it was almost like, okay, well, they like us, so we'll like them. There was really no, it didn't matter what we wanted or what was lacking there. We were just so happy to have somebody into us that we kind of forced ourselves to be into them. And that made for a lot of unhealthy and toxic relationships for
0: sure. Oh, my gosh. I I have to admit that I, I did that so many times. You too, Elizabeth?
1: Yeah, I used to do that too. And one thing that makes me sad where I've had a lot of friends that are dating people where, you know, it seems like nothing is really going right. But then they say to them, like, to themselves or to me, like, what am I doing wrong? And I want to say, what are you doing wrong? You deserve someone that's actually doing the things you need and the things you're looking for. Like, it's not always about you. You know, I think as women, especially like we tend to always take the fault for things Mm -hmm. and it's not always our fault. Like we deserve someone that's taking the time and putting the effort in.
0: Exactly. Exactly. If someone is not treating you like a queen then they do not deserve you. Then it is nothing less, ladies, like, please highlight this, underline it, write this down in your journal, put it on your bathroom mirror and lipstick, nothing less than being treated like a queen, period. And, you know, Jess, you have two daughters. I do. Mm -hmm. And so one is 18 and one is 12? 11, close enough. 11. Okay. So (laughs) So you're like, one has already been dating and one is a few years. Oh, gosh. You know, right? I know, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to, but like, this has to be, you know, scary for you or just, I don't mean them dating. I mean, like, how do we build confidence in these girls to know you aren't waiting for them to like you, you get to choose who you like and you get to be treated well or else they don't get you.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's really tough. And to piggyback off of what Elizabeth was saying, it's amazing. um, My 18 year old daughter, the advancements through text, like she could meet somebody and literally the next day that they're texting, they're asking for like, quote unquote pictures. Um, And it's like naked pictures. Yes. Like naked pictures. And they just met and Part of the problem is a lot of times girls are sending them. So they're like, why not ask? Because a lot of times I get them. And it's really – and my daughter keeps saying to me like, mom, I don't get it. Is there anybody decent out there? And it's really tough to teach them. at the, And plus, their pastime is on YouTube watching – YouTubers and videos, and they're all gorgeous, and they're all millionaires, and she's constantly comparing herself to those people. So it's really hard to instill that in them in today's society. Um, but, you know, we, I do the best I can. Luckily, I I do my own self-work, and hopefully I pass it on to her um, to let her know that she needs to know. I think a lot of the problem with women is we don't even know what we need and what we want. We haven't taken the time to figure it out ourselves, so we accept the little scraps that we get and think it's it's good enough. Um, so it's really important for me to, to try to teach her to know what it is she needs and what she deserves and to value herself. So she expects that from the men that she's dating.
0: Oh my God. It's yes, 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 yes. I like want you to be every young woman's mom because that is so important. I know all of you out there, that's what you want to instill in your daughters, right? And it's what we want for ourselves. Whether you're dating or you're in a marriage, how often do we just accept scraps without realizing that we are worthy of so much more? I feel like it's like I dream of this so often, you guys. I dream of how could I have access to every 14-year-old girl or every 13-year-old girl before she starts putting herself in that situation for her to understand that she actually has the power. Like, I really believe that women have more power in a heterosexual relationship. We just don't realize it. And the reason I think that girls actually have more power is I think that boys want sex more than girls do. Like, we like it. We enjoy it. But I think at that young age, the boys want it more, which means that they actually need to work a little bit more for it, right? And that we... If we were teaching these girls to have more confidence in themselves, in no matter what their body looks like, everybody is beautiful, right? And to know what their own strengths are and to know who they are and that they got to make a, a guy's got to work for it if he wants some of that. I just feel like we would have such a different world. Absolutely. So it's so interesting because we've been talking about all these amazing plans for 2019 and we actually we've been solidifying it. And one of the things we've been talking about is a mother daughter retreat. And one of the fun things is you were saying, Jess, you would love to bring your 18 year old daughter. And you were saying, Elizabeth, you'd want to come with your mom. Right. So it's like all these different ages of wanting. Like I see it as like changing the trajectory for generations to come, no matter what age you are.
1: Well, and I feel like the mother-daughter relationship is so special, no matter what age you're at. And it changes throughout time. Now, I happen to work with my mother, so I have a whole nother um, <laughs> yeah, <that's> a- <laughs> layer. Oh, I have a whole Diana. other layer. Um, and we're very alike. So, you know, um, we have our moments. But, you know, I think because we are alike and we spend – even though at work, like we always joke, like I rarely see my mom at work, even though we're in the same building a lot of times we still have a different layer added on to our relationship that a lot of people don't, especially because in a lot of aspects, even though we're co-owners of the business, I'm like the idea maker. So sometimes I almost have the like boss role to my mom, which can totally change the dynamic, you know? So we're always figuring out things in different ways.
0: Yeah, that is so complex, right? It's like, cause in that in that aspect of your relationship, you're more the boss, but in different aspects, then she's not the quote unquote boss, but you go to your mom and look to her and respect her with authority. Like that's so complex. And I don't have that with my mom. Obviously we don't work together, but where I feel like with my mom is sometimes I, I wonder, does she really get me? You know, like my mom calls me her hippie child. which I think is hilarious because on the one hand, I'm such a hippie, right? Like I totally meditate. I'm into crystals. I absolutely believe in past lives. I've been initiated as a divine feminine priestess. So some, in some ways I'm so hippie. And then on the other, like, oh, but let me buy some, you know, designer shoes and (laughs) a handbag. And so I just think it's
1: hilarious, but it can be hard when our moms don't get us. Right. Yeah. And also like, you know, I'm, want to see my mom super happy and mm. fulfilled in life. And sometimes it's hard when you see um, like, you know, mom struggling with things, especially as you get older, you get to see a different side of your mom um, than you did as a kid. And, um, you know, I just think there's so many aspects to a mother daughter relationship that we need to nurture like throughout all different stages.
0: Oh, that is so good. Yeah. And how do we as a daughter, when we see our mom struggling, but we're an adult, how do we step up as that in that adult role and support her? It's just, it's a beautiful image, Elizabeth. And I know that you do it. And I just, I think it's incredible. Incredible. Thanks. I try. (laughs) So Jess, as a mom, right. So Elizabeth has been going through the dating thing, um, and I crack up because Josh and I met online. But when we met online, there was no swiping. There was no like PB&J or bagels and lox or whatever these things are. <laughs> right I don't coffee, well, coffee meets bagel or whatever that was, right? Like we were on J-Date, which is Jewish dating, and it was a website. There was no swipe stuff, you know? Um, so I always crack up like hearing your stories and my heart goes out to you. Cause I'm like men out there, if you will, like you are the cream of the crop, Elizabeth, right? Like, so, um, and I know you've been dating someone special recently that, that you did meet online, but then just, you're kind of on the other end of the spectrum, right? You've got three kids and what do you notice are the challenges that a lot of the moms are going through right now? Oh gosh.
2: Um, I have a a big age gap between my children. So um, it depends on which moms I'm talking about. But um, I will say with my oldest daughter, um, you know, they're off to college now. This is their first year at college. So um, talking to, you know, her friends, moms, I think our biggest struggle right now is they're off on their own. It's really hard to kind of let go of that knowing what's going on. And luckily, you know, Katrina talks to me a lot. Um, and Mm. it's kind of being able to separate being the mom from also having an open communication where she can come and talk to me and, um, feel safe talking to me. Um, recently had a conversation with her about a guy and, um, she gave me a little bit more information than I wanted. And Mm. I probably reacted a little harshly. And, um, luckily I had like a, somebody else there that was like, Whoa, let's dial this back a little bit. Like, um, and Mm -hmm. so I said to her, you know, it's really hard. I want to support you as a woman, but you're Mm -hmm. also my daughter because I want her to feel empowered. And I I don't want to shame her for doing certain things because we all know that can come back to haunt Mm -hmm. us in our thirties and forties. So it's, it's a really fine line to be able to support her as, as a woman and also, Mm -hmm. Be her mother because
0: you don't want to hear yeah. things about your girl, <laughs> right? <laughs> I yeah, I mean, you're like, you're like to me. You're still four years old, yes. so what are you talking? About? You know, I'm seeing you as the six year old, and um, and I want to say, Jess, it really says a lot that she did tell you. It does. We that have says a-, a lot about how much she trusts you, and how you have established a foundation of trust. And even if you don't want to hear all the details, I'm sure you'd rather she tell you so that you can support her in being safe. Absolutely, right? for sure. I mean, listen, I, I had sex when I was a freshman in college mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I did other things. And so it, it's better and it says a lot about who you are and how you have raised her that she at least is telling you so you can support her in being safe.
2: Yes, and and I, I am proud of that. I'm proud of the relationship that we have and um, that she does feel safe coming to me. Um, Mm. it it makes me very, very happy. And it makes me very proud of her and very proud of me as her mom.
0: Yeah, go mama. I think that's awesome. (laughs) And what are you noticing about the moms of the kids uh, who are your other two kids' ages, 9 and 11?
2: Um, Brooke's age is tough. Um, She's just becoming hormonal and mm. um I so I would say that's the biggest struggle. Luckily, a lot of the other moms in um Brooke's age group friends, they don't have older daughters. I do. Um, so luckily I can be a little bit of a voice of reason because they think their children have been, you know, they need exorcism. And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> this happens it's normal it's, it's at the age. And you know, um, Brooke is in private school, so they don't switch into middle school. So I also think the moms forget that you know, they're, they're transitioning into that different. It, now they care about makeup and what they, you know, their yeah. clothes and, um, and, you know, there's all those little girl dynamics happening right now between the friend groups. If you have one too many girls in there, it gets very catty. Um, so it's, it's a lot of trying to juggle that. Um, yeah. And it's tough, yeah. you know, it's always a tough transition when the kids go from being little kids to turning into young adults. Um, but it's, uh, it's a balancing act. So I would say as far as Brooke's age group, that's the biggest struggle right now, just kind of getting over that um, transition and trying to teach them what it, what it means to be a good person, like a good friend, especially with girls. The girls are very catty and gossipy. And just trying to keep that in line is really a struggle right now. With the boys, uh, a Christian's nine, and they just don't care. They just want to be playing with their, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: so different
2: with the boys. It's so much easier.
0: Isn't that amazing, though, that it brings our conversation full circle because we started off talking about how important sisterhood is, and you're you're talking about how at 11, the cattiness is already there. And it's so sad because we know that when we get older, what we need the most is sisters that support us and love us and hold us and no matter what are there for us. So it's just, it's so it's full circle. It is. And it's really sad to see, to see
2: girls who have been friends through that the younger years and how their dynamic changes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we can say as much as we can to them at home, you know, but you know, you never know what somebody's stories. And once they get to school and they're with that group of friends, it's, you know, you can only hope that the things you've, try to instill in them are going to take, you know, take precedence and they'll
0: put that into play. But it's really hard. Yeah. Well, one of the things I was with you and your family recently and your 11 year old daughter was talking about how another, one of the girls was being mean about another girl or not wanting to invite her. And your daughter did speak up on behalf of that. She said that that's not right. And I was so proud of her and I knew where she got it. She got it from her mama. And I was like, yes, you know, (laughs) like she knows that's not right. We invite the other girl. And I just think that that's so incredible. And what an opportunity we always talk about, you know, within whatever, whether we're talking about the Purpose Girl podcast or we're talking about the Happy Woman Network and we're talking about the Happy Woman Shop. It's all about changing the world one woman at a time. And it starts with changing the world one girl at a time. And I just love how this is happening. So, okay. So the last thing I want to kind of get into before we end this episode, although we'll have to do it again, is of everything we've talked about here at the Purpose Girl Retreat, right? All around my stuff, Karen Rackine's stuff. What's the thing that you are most excited about for the year to come? Like for all the listeners out there, what can they look forward to? What's the thing you're really excited about?
1: Um, For me, I would say all of the five launches we have planned for the Happy Woman Shop oh my gosh you know i just got chills when you said that i
0: just you know because we launched this thing last year it was women's global happiness day a week before women's global happiness day right which if you're a new listener to the purpose girl podcast Women's Global Happiness Day is one day for women around the world to gather in sisterhood wherever they are and declare that you are worthy of happiness and to learn the science of happiness, learn tools. And last year we had 98 events in 19 countries on six continents. And so this year we want to like even double that. So we cannot wait to tell you more. But a week before, Elizabeth and I were like, hey, we've talked about having a shop. Should we do it with, you know, Global Women's Happiness Day? and? because of her genius, we had a shop up in a week.
1: <laughs> well, thanks. But it was, um, you know, I think one thing that's been really great is we were able to learn so much and to prepare for this year and just to see the products. And I think we can both be really proud that uh, we got an email from Shopify saying that for all of the stores that launched in the time period we launched, we were in the top 14%, which is pretty amazing.
0: Hey. Oh my gosh, i was so excited. Go us and go all of you out there. I mean, thank you for supporting what we're doing. Every product on the Happy Woman Shop is all about you being your happiest self. So whether it's our signature necklace that I think you, all three of us are wearing right now <laughs> that says I choose so that every morning you touch it and you choose, do I need joy? Do I need purpose? Do I need relaxation? Um, or it's our, our Happy Woman mantra cards or it's shirts. Uh, You're right. We are proud of each item. And we have five launches coming up this year. So like a launch around Self Love Day, that's going to be February 13th and special items for self love and a launch around Mother's Day, perfect gifts for you or for another mother or for your mother. And so look for these launches. They're going to be amazing. Okay, Jess, what are you most excited about for the year to come? Hands down, no question. I'm most excited for your book. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: I remember sitting yeah. at this desk, you know, last year and, and you um, told me the idea that you had for the book. And it was like, I felt it in every part of me. I was so excited for you. And um, my excitement has really just grown the more and more we talk about it. And I know you've been working on it. And um, I'm I'm like, thrilled. And it's just going to, I know it's going to be amazing. And I know women all over the world are going to love it. So I'm super excited to be part of supporting you in that and getting that in as many hands as we can.
0: Thank you. I'm like smiling ear, like ear to ear. My mouth is like total on a smile. This has been my biggest dream since I was a kid. The one, if you listen to a, a recent episode, it's the biggest dream I've had. And it's the one that has been the most challenging, which means it's the one through which I've grown the most. And I was away for a week writing and I already have three chapters done. And it is going to 100% be about the issues that women have in being happy and the tools to be every single tool, all the science, all the great analogies, everything from being our like most delicious sensual selves to knowing how to shift your mindset out of the negative. And um, so I'm excited about that. Thank you. And you all should be looking for a launch coming in the fall. So fun things coming around that. And okay, so what am I most excited about? Like all of it. I'm so excited about our team. Like this just feels so good to me. One of my words from last year was support. And so I can't do my part to change the world without having this gorgeous, incredible support team. And Something else I'm really excited about is having a retreat schedule a year in advance. I've never had that before. So I know that we have a retreat coming up, Divine Feminine, Back to Our Goddess Priestess Roots in Glastonbury in the UK coming up at the end of June, early July. We have Purpose in Paris coming up in August. And the other thing I am really excited about the Empowered Group that is starting. We have incredible women coming together for the my four-month program that both of you actually did uh, all around becoming your incredible, empowered self. And everyone can find that on PurposeGirl.com. I'm also so excited. We are going to be building out something called the Happy Woman Network. And it's actually going to be our Facebook group. And so we will be changing that name coming soon. And what, we're, what we desire is a safe place for women all over the world. So if you're in Slovakia, you're in Malta, you're in Nigeria, or you're in Philadelphia, women all around the world coming together and having that safe space for you to share what is going on in your life, for you to receive advice and tips and support from all of us at the Purpose Girl podcast, as well as You know, women around the world. So that is something I'm so excited about. I mean, I feel like we're really creating a network for women to be happier around the world. So that's coming up. That's why you want to make sure that you're going over to Facebook, signing up for the Purpose Girls group, and then we'll let you know officially when we change the name over. So, so excited about that. Well, my loves, my incredible team, I cannot thank you enough. You guys are so awesome, by the way, on the podcast. We need to do more of this. So, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Elizabeth. Thank you for incredible. having me. Yeah, if you want to follow Elizabeth on Instagram, look for Lux by Elizabeth, L U X E by Elizabeth. And she's got her own incredible services, business branding services, incredible selling essential oil. So you want to be sure that you're following her on Instagram. And of course, over to Jess. Jessica, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And your Instagram is Jess Richards Funk. That's the coolest last name. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> and of course, all of you out there, if you're not already, please follow me at Karen Rockhind. of course, over on Facebook at Coach Karen Rockkind, of course, our group. And if you have not yet downloaded the very free Living on Purpose guide, it's the perfect time beginning of a new year, you want to go over to karenrockhine.com or purposegirl.com right now they go to the same place but they won't soon uh you want to go over there sign up for your free living on purpose guide that's also how you'll get onto our newsletter where we've just decided every single week we are going to be coming out to you with free content free support free tips and tools so you want to make sure that you're getting that signing up and we hope you like this episode if you did please 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 give us five stars tell us that you loved it tell us you want more of it get give it a review. We now are taking your phone messages. So you can go to PurposeGirl.com forward slash voicemail. And coming up soon, I'm going to be reading your reviews on the Purpose Girl podcast because it means so much to me, to my team, to hear what you have to say and how the Purpose Girl podcast is changing your life. So if you have been thinking about leaving a review, pause this, go ahead and leave it just for It'll take you two minutes and it helps because that's how more women around the world are finding the Purpose Girl podcast. And that's how we're going to shift out of competing against each other to supporting each other all around the world. So please leave that review. We love hearing from you. I'm going to start reading them online and I might read yours online on the podcast, which will be so much fun. You can find the Purpose Girl podcast on any of your podcast players. I love you all so much much. I love my team. I love all my listeners. I cannot thank you, thank you, thank you enough. It is only through all of us working together that we are going to change the world one woman at a time. With that, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.